BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to Breaking Beauty, the podcast all about the breakthrough people, products, and moments in beauty. We're your hosts, Jill Dunn and Carlene Higgins. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Breaking Beauty Podcast. I'm Jill Dunn, one of your co-hosts, and I'm here with Carlene Higgins. Hey, Carlene. Hey, y'all. So if you guys are just tuning in for the first time, maybe you're a fan of our guest today. More on that in a minute. Carlene and I are two longtime beauty editors, formerly from the magazine world, now turned podcasters. And every single Wednesday, we're bringing you what's good. We talk about product reviews. We interview brand founders about how they created their cult favorite product. And we have pretty epic expert guests on from estheticians to makeup artists and hairstylists. And Carlene, you know, you and I, we always talk about who would we be excited to talk to? We always try to put everything through that lens on our show. And without question, this is somebody that we are both just like so excited, like, oh, to talk to, right? That's right. Jazz hands, like vibrating jazz hands over here. So our guest today is Michaela Nagara. She is the 23-year-old makeup artist who's absolutely blowing up TikTok. And even if you don't know her by name, if you've scrolled through TikTok at all, you've definitely seen her videos. You know, she's got these beautiful beauty looks, but it's her killer Boston accent that everybody knows Michaela by. Jill, can you give us a little taste? Oh, yeah. She's TikTok's makeup artist. And, you know, (laughs) as someone who went to college in New England, Providence College, shout out, she just speaks like so many people that I went to school with, you know, wicked smart. Mm -hmm. Everything was wicked cool. And her accent, you know, like the Pac Yacad, Harvard Yard, like that whole (laughs) thing is just so endearing to me. And I love it so much. Totally warms my heart. And I think that's why you just do not see a lot of people in the beauty community speaking like that, certainly at that level. Like there's not a lot of YouTubers who are from New England or who speak like that. So she's just so unique in so many ways. And, you know, her TikTok videos, she started making them just in March of 2020. So by now, fast forward a couple of years, she has over 10 million followers. And it's almost just like incomprehensible how much influence she has. And I think that's the thing that people love about Michaela. She's almost like a triple threat. It's like she's serving you looks. She gives really candid reviews. Like she is not afraid to put up a post that's like full face of makeup that I hate. I mean, it's amazing. But she's also really like vulnerable, endearing. She's funny. She'll make you laugh. All of these things rolled into one is why, you know, Michaela's the one to watch right now. And that's why she's being written up in Allure, Vogue, People Magazine. and 
brands are sending her like Chanel bags and Cartier love bracelets as thank yous because at this point she can make or break your launch or your brand, you know? So we can't wait to get into our chat with Michaela today. In this episode, we're going to tap into Michaela's sixth sense for knowing what products are going to go viral next. We're going to uncover her favorite under the radar makeup must that no one knows about yet. She's going to give us her predictions on what's about to pop off in 2022. She's going to be giving us her personal favorites, ride or die drugstore, the front running foundation she's been testing for her wedding, budget friendly steals, Lux buys. You guys are going to want to get your shopping cart ready. I'm telling you. And we also talk about some of the struggles that come along with all of the success. And just Mm -hmm. as fair warning, there is a brief mention of eating disorders in today's episode. So definitely wanted to flag that in advance. And of course, every single thing that we talk about today, including all of Michaela's recommendations, we're linking to them over on our website, which is breakingbeautypodcast.com. And everything will be there for you. So no need to take notes. You can just sit back, relax. And Carlene, I don't think we've told people really that we are also on TikTok. Ta-da! Surprise! (laughs) (laughs) That's right. We are just building our account, but we have big things coming over there, including some epic giveaways. So please give us a follow at Breaking Beauty Podcast. We're also going to be sharing some epic behind-the-scenes footage from our chat with Michaela, including a little game where she teaches us how to say beauty vocab in her hometown accent. Welcome, Michaela. Pausing for a moment in partnership with Athletic Greens. So I always try to start my day with a healthy drink. Sometimes it's a smoothie and I get the blender out and the produce and that whole thing. But if I'm in a rush, my favorite thing to reach for is Athletic Greens because it's just so quick and easy and it's your daily dose of essential vitamins and minerals. So if you haven't tried it before, Athletic Greens is a powder blend of 75 vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. And Athletic Greens really is a small micro habit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take great care of yourself. It's also friendly for any diet, which means vegan, paleo, dairy-free, gluten-free, and low-carb. So my personal favorite way to sip Athletic Greens is I pour the powder in a cup, I add a ton of ice, then I add water and I kind of mix it all together. And I just find it so refreshing when it's over ice. And they also have travel packs. And that means you can keep your daily healthy habit up even when you're on the road. And Athletic Greens supports gut health, immunity, and it boosts energy. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no artificial anything. And it tastes good. It kind of has a mild tropical flavor. And if you do the math, it costs less than $3 a day. So you're investing in your health for a fraction of the cost of your daily coffee habit. Plus, Athletic Greens gives back. In 2020, they donated more than 1.2 million meals to kids in need. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-boosting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit our exclusive link, which is athleticgreens.com dot com slash beauty. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash beauty to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. We'll link to this offer in our show notes and on our website. Now back to today's chat. 
Hey, I'm Molly Sims. And I'm Emma Shagormley. We are two best friends with one common obsession. Beauty. And by that, we mean everything that makes you look and feel beautiful. We tried it all and we've got your back. We'll be calling on all our favorite health experts, industry insiders, and friends to answer all your beauty questions. Consider us your beauty 411 and sometimes your 911. From how to fix brassy hair to the pros and cons of laser facials and always with a cocktail in hand, always. So be prepared to be obsessed. Check out Lipstick on the Rim wherever you get your podcasts. We're just like so excited that you're here, Michaela. Like, what's popping? And, you know, congrats on all of your success. It's just like, I have so much respect, honestly, for you and what you've built. It's just truly amazing. We're really curious where does your love of makeup come from and beauty? You know, can you share that with us and with our audience? Yeah, absolutely. So, I, the first time I ever discovered makeup, I was eight years old. And I came about makeup in a really interesting way. My dad runs a uh, haunted house locally. And when I was eight years old, he started taking me with him every Halloween to go to this haunted house. And I would watch the special effects makeup artists do the special effects makeup on the cast members. And I was obsessed with it. I was like, this is so cool. And I would just ask my dad. I'm this little girl and I'm like, dad, can I like go watch them do makeup on the the cast? And he would let me. And I ended up doing this for over a decade. I went from eight years old and I did it up until I was 18. I would go to this haunted house every single year and watch the special effects makeup artists. And by the time I was 15, I actually started doing the makeup on the cast myself. And I kind of like... I was like an apprentice, I guess, where I would watch the makeup artist do the special effects and then I would learn over time. And and that's kind of how I got my stat. But at the same time, I started wearing makeup, I want to say middle school age, like to school, I would wear makeup. I was definitely the youngest person to wear makeup. And, you know, I was I would go all out. I would do foundation, blush, concealer, and I would wear this bright, bold blue eyeliner. I wore that for years. And, you know, at first it started as like a, because I was bullied growing up. I was bullied for my looks. I was, you know, called a lot of derogatory things. And I have a deeper voice. I have some, you know, maybe more masculine features on my face. And it, I definitely started using makeup to feel better about myself. And while I started using makeup to kind of overcome insecurity, it definitely transformed into a love of the act of it. So it went from that to, oh my God, this is so cool. I can like paint my face like a canvas however I want. And it just kind of went from there. Yeah, that's, it's incredible. I think, first of all, that you pretty much grew up in a haunted house, but also (laughs) (laughs) just, you know, the level of not only your excitement for the craft and for products and the looks and everything, but your skills, like your technique is honestly next level. You're only 23, right? So yeah, I guess you've been doing it a while already, but how do you think you really kind of mastered your technique? Was it, you know, did you go to school for that? Did you follow certain people on YouTube? Like, how did you get to where you are so young? Yeah, that's a great question. So I think, like I said, I started doing it really young. So that gave me such an advantage. Thankfully, I have like a really supportive mom and dad who let me play with makeup really young and had no problem with it at all. And 
And of course, I, I was very into watching the YouTube videos. I would come home from school every day. And at this time, this was so many years ago, YouTube was hot with makeup and it was more tutorial based. So I was learning a lot. And also, I honestly own like every beauty book under the sun and I just would <laughs> read them. I would read books about makeup and books from the top makeup artists and, you know, read about their techniques. And I was just infatuated with it. I was totally obsessed. And yes, it, I am obsessed with makeup, but I think it's a very healthy obsession. <laughs> so, <laughs> Who is your favorite YouTuber to learn from? And if you were to recommend one book to an up and comer, what would it be? Oh my gosh. So I think the Kevin Kwan book is all any of his books are so mm -hmm. straightforward. I love the use of visuals in those books. I highly recommend those. So those are absolutely my favorite. With YouTube, I watched a lot of like Tati Westbrook. She's been on YouTube forever and just does so much. I love Jackie Ina. I know that she's been on the show, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I watch a lot of Jackie Ina. You know, Jacqueline Hill. I was definitely very inspired by Jacqueline Hill. I feel like her and I have a similar makeup style. I learned a lot from her growing up. You know, anyone mm -hmm. like that, I really loved. Yeah. Amazing. What was your very first product that you remember using on yourself? <laughs> oh my god, I remember it clear as day. It um was the Victoria's Secret black pencil liner because the first product I ever used was black eyeliner for some reason. Victoria's Secret had a really big makeup brand uh back in the day and I that was one of the first makeup brands I ever used. It's not around anymore, but it definitely uh was one of my favorites back in the day. <laughs> Amazing. Wow. Wow. And so you know, tell us about your first TikTok video. You know, some people might not be so familiar, but you started on Instagram. This is what I heard. And it, back in March 2020, you made your very first TikTok. So tell us what was, uh, what got you on TikTok and what was your first video? Yeah. So I, yeah, I do have um, my beauty Instagram, which I started years and years and years ago. But it, honestly, it was just like a personal endeavor where I would just post my looks every day and tag the products I used. And honestly, it was just for me, like a memory to see all my looks I've done. I had no real intention of pursuing it as a career. Mm -hmm. I just didn't think it was possible. Like I said, I had a lot of problems with believing in myself. So I kind of pushed my dreams aside for a lot of years. But I was a full-time college student when the pandemic hit the U.S. in 2020, March 2020. and I was a graduate student. I was working at Ulta Beauty as well. And the pandemic hits and they say, all right, college is going fully remote. We're sending you home. You're off campus for good. And I was devastated. And also Ulta Beauty laid off everybody and shut down their stores. And I was at a complete loss. I felt so just lost and confused. And I think a lot of people felt like that when the pandemic hit. And so I said to myself, like, all right, I'm stuck at home. There's absolutely nothing for me to do. What can I do with my time? And then that's when I started talking to my friends and they said, Michaela, look, you like love makeup so much, like more than anyone I've ever met. And there's this app called TikTok. And a lot of people are just like blowing up on this app. And I know you've struggled with Instagram, you've struggled with YouTube, and you've given up so many times. Why don't you just give TikTok a shot? So, you know, I thought about it for weeks. And then I finally said, all right, 
I'm going to download the app. So I did. And at the time, the challenge was the catfish challenge, which Mm. was you show this before and after of, you know, you without makeup and you with. And at the time, my acne was flared up really bad. I struggled with acne for a long time. And I don't know what clicked with people. I think it was just my vulnerability to show my natural skin on camera to who knows who, because I didn't know who was going to see this video. But my first video was just that before and after, and it immediately went viral. There was absolutely no wait. It kind of just boom when I posted it. And, you know, I remember it was on a Sunday. I put my phone down after I posted the video and then I just heard my phone blowing up. And I'm, ga- I'm gaining thousands of followers on Instagram and TikTok by the minute. And I'm like, what is going on? And then I look at this video and it has like 500,000 views. And I'm like, oh my goodness. And I just could yeah, not no. believe it. I was in the biggest state of shock. You must panic for a moment. Like you've accidentally like leaked a nude or just like something <laughs> out there that's not supposed to be out there. Or like all your friends are saying, what did you just post? But wow, it's literally just overnight. Yeah. yeah, it literally was. Yeah. That's amazing. I feel like that was, you know, the transformation. TikTok loves the transformation. And that really, at especially at that time, defined the difference between Instagram and TikTok, right? Instagram was like the full polished end result. You would not show that before. And TikTok was all about that raw and that more real. And people were kind of sick with sick of the beauty YouTube drama too, right? Yeah. So it was yeah. just so refreshing. And, you know, um, Michaela, if people aren't long time Michaela stands like I am, you know, they may not know that one of your viral videos plot twist is that you don't have an accent at all. It's <laughs> yes. <a> catfish <laughs> of a different sort. And I remember being served this video, which I think the original may be private now. I'm not entirely sure I can find it. I found it on YouTube. But tell us the backstory behind that, because it's kind of fascinating. Yeah, so a lot of people do not know the backstory, and I don't know if you do, but I mentioned this briefly before, but my voice has been this topic of discussion my whole life. I've been bullied for my voice, made fun of for my voice, but a big reason I went to college was to get into radio. And so when I decided I wanted to speak in my first TikTok, I was terrified because that was one of the biggest things holding me back was my voice and just my accent and how I spoke. So I thought, all right, let me play this really safe and put on this fake like radio voice that people won't talk about. (laughs) Cause I don't want my voice to be a main point of discussion because I've dealt with it my whole life and I can only imagine what it's like on the worldwide web. So, <laughs> so, and I might be able to do it, but I basically said in the, I forget what I specifically said in this video, but it was something along the lines of, do you have a full face of acne that you want to cover? And it was like very fake. And I look back at it now and I'm like, what, why would you do that? But I did it because I was so scared. I was terrified. And you know, I did get comments about how great my voice sounded, but I didn't get the, <laughs> oh, what's the accent? Oh, you sound like a man. Like I, And so that's kind of why I did it. But I do remember a few videos later, I said, all right, why don't I just try to use my real voice, my real accent and talk how I actually speak? 
And oh my God, the response I got was absolutely insane. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're going, she's not from LA anymore, guys. Like she's not from New York. We know she is from Southern Massachusetts. There is no denying. I love it. Mm So, but yeah. I think there's definitely a life lesson in there, right? Just being yourself sure. on that app is just the only way to go, really. Yeah. Once I started fully being myself, showing my authentic voice, showing just who I am as a person and putting my personality out there, that's when it just instantly changed for me. And that's why I continue to just remain authentic because it, that's what works out best for me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, the other part of people watching your journey, you've had a skin journey. We were just talking about that video and you having cystic and hormonal acne, but your skin seems to have cleared up a lot now. And I'm curious if there was like one game changer you could point to that really helped with that. Because I think a lot of our listeners would want to know. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I always had acne growing up. And I never really knew why I, I started wearing makeup so young that I was thinking to myself all the time, like, is it because I'm wearing makeup, which is not true at all. But what was true is I was not taking care of my skin at all. So when I posted that original TikTok that went viral of me covering my acne, I didn't wash my face. <laughs> like I did uh. not have, a, I didn't have a skincare routine at all. Um, but you know, when I got on TikTok and everyone was like, wash your face, I kind of said, all right, let me wash my face. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's when I said, you know, I, I've always been just really into makeup. I never was super big into skincare until, you know, now I discovered so many new skincare ingredients and just skincare in general. And for me, the biggest game changer and the thing that I can genuinely say contributed to my acne completely going away is starting to use AHAs and BHAs. Because, you know, you can wash your face with a cleanser, get your makeup taken off and and clean your pores. But I wasn't really using any sort of exfoliation on my skin, which, you know, the AHAs are really going to help regenerate those skin cells and give you that fresh new skin. And the BHAs are going to go really deep into those pores and get rid of those blackheads and those that deep penetration that the skin really needs. Um and, and once I started using that, I just saw the biggest difference in my skin and I kept consistent with it. That's the biggest thing, consistency. And I just kept doing it and doing it. And finally, my acne is pretty much gone. So, <laughs> yeah, that's incredible. That's incredible. Yeah. But it does just it, and I'm sure your makeup goes on so much, you know, smoother now because you don't have the real textured bumps to deal with as well. Yeah, I mean, when I had really bad acne. I would always reach for the full coverage matte foundation. What's going to cover this? I want my skin to look absolutely flawless. And, you know, that may have contributed to my skin not getting better as well, just wearing these really heavy foundation products. But it's awesome. I remember I posted a video on TikTok of like the first time I tried tinted moisturizer because I felt confident enough to do it and stuff like that. And now I try all different types of foundations. And yeah, it's, Mm -hmm. it's definitely really freeing and it feels really good to be able to do that. Yeah. Awesome. That's awesome. I'm pretty sure one of the products that you say made a big difference in your skin, Carlene's husband also swears by it. <laughs> Is it the Shea Moisture African Black Soap? Yeah. So so the BHA kind of like got my acne under control. Now I'll just get a few blemishes here and there. So 
I bought the Shea Moisture African Black Soap. It's a bar of soap. I bought yeah. it at CVS, I don't know, last year, some like earlier last year. And I just immediately noticed results with it that it was taking away those last few blemishes that I was trying so hard to get rid of. And mm-hmm. yeah, I use that every single day. I use it every single night. It works so phenomenal. I really love it. It's just such a simple product that works. Yeah. So I really enjoy it. It's African black soap. It's super nice. Amazing. My husband is a big fan of that product. <laughs> and I just talked about it. I think it was in last week's episode or the week before we, it's the first time, for the first time ever, we talked about his grooming routine. And I got him off of the Irish Spring and on. I just was constantly giving him new bar soaps. And that was his favorite one of them all. So I can't believe you guys have something in common, but you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I even have Cody using it. So it yeah, yeah. It's, it's so a good. good. <laughs> okay. And it's a great brand. I love that brand. They're doing so much great stuff behind the scenes for Black-owned businesses and co-ops in Ghana. They're amazing. Yeah, I use their shampoo and conditioner too. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Drugstore find. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Redecor. Guys, I know nobody wants to talk about the pandemic anymore, but honestly, one thing that got me through and is still getting me through this never-ending winter, it's nesting. That is making my home my comfy and beautiful to look at castle. I absolutely love decorating so much. Sometimes I just sit there and daydream about it. I don't know how long I'm out for. (laughs) I've even gotten to the point where I'd rather buy a designer chair than a designer handbag, if you can believe that. But think about it. It lasts so much longer. It really does. Anyway, if you're like me, you've got to give Redecor a try. Redecor is an interior decorating mobile game that's so much fun to play. It's a great creative outlet that lets your imagination run free. You can experiment with different colors, materials, and textures as you design room after room. Right now, I'm decorating a terrace in Tuscany. I'm choosing between clay tiles and Carrera marble over here. And I'll be honest, I don't always come in first in the design challenges. Sometimes I come in dead last, but that's part of the fun. I read the design brief and then get to test my creativity by entering my designs in challenges and letting other players be the judge. And the best part is the better I do, the more I reap the rewards. If I do come out on top, I get access to even more wallpapers and fabrics that are going to help me level up my game. So practice your interior design skills and express your creativity with Redecor. Download Redecor for free on the App Store or Google Play Store. That's R-E-D-E-C-O-R on the App Store or Google Play Store. And now back to today's guest. So I think a big part of how your following has grown so much is just how much you're willing to share about your life off camera. You know, there was the time when you let everyone listen to the voicemail that your grandma left you where she was giving you shit for using (laughs) F-bombs in your video, like classic grandma move. It was amazing. And, you know, you've talked really openly about your struggles with eating disorders and that how that's affected you. And just the other day, you shared on Instagram a photo about how when you're really feeling anxious, one of the things that you do is pick your skin, which I think is like such, I don't know, I feel like that's very common. And it's just really powerful that you're sharing all of this stuff. And I imagine you get like a huge response from people, from your audience about that. So is there anything that's kind of stuck out where someone's reached out to you and just told you how much they've related to what you're talking about? 
Oh, absolutely. Like, for instance, that example you bring up with the picking of my skin, you know, when you get really anxious, sometimes you just you stick yourself in front of a mirror and you just start going at it. Yeah, I posted that just because, you know, I woke up and and I kept telling myself like, oh, I should feel bad about this. I should feel bad about this. But then I said, all right, let me just like flip the script here and turn this into something more positive and just share with other people that this is fine. Like this happens and it's okay. So, and I do read my DMs just because, you know, I like to see what my supporters have to say. I mean, they're the people who rise me up. So I always receive an incredible response from people. Whenever I talk about something a little bit vulnerable and the DMs I get saying, oh my gosh, I'm going through the same thing right now. Thank you for posting this. This really helped me feel not alone. It made me feel seen. It made me feel heard. I get those DMs all the time. And it's really, it makes me emotional. It's really sweet. And that's why I do share as much as I do, because I know it can help someone, especially with like the eating disorder topics that I talk about. They're very sensitive topics, but I think eating disorders need to be talked about way more than they already are. So I, I really think it's important that I speak on it just because I know it helps people with the reach I have. And if even if it helps someone reach out to someone else or seek help in some way, that makes me feel really good inside that I have that type of influence. So we know people are tuning in for your personality. They're definitely tuning <laughs> in for your looks as well. You're such a chameleon. I noticed <laughs> one of your recent videos it's called How to Look Like Michaela. That's iconic. So what do you consider to be your signature look? And uh, for our pod fam, maybe you could tell us uh, a few of the key products to join the Michaela army. Yeah, it's interesting because the Michaela Nagara look has definitely changed over the years. I'd say it's different each year. But for this, <laughs> for this year, I will say I'm really big on just having the natural skin glow. I just love the look of that. I don't know what it is. It just makes me feel so youthful and radiant and it's awesome. So for me, for the Michaela look, I'd say it has <laughs> a lot to do with a really sharp winged liner, mm -hmm. a nice bold flared out eyelash, a nice false eyelash. You, will, you seldom find me without a false eyelash on, very seldom. What's your fave? My fade false lash. It's definitely my Michaela X Glam Light false lashes. Hell yeah. From my, from my collection. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, my favorite eyeliner, I've been using it for years. It's the best of the best. It's the Anastasia Beverly Hills liquid eyeliner. A nude lip is a must for me. A really, I'm super fair skin. So I love a really fair, pale, nude lip to complement my skin tone. Obviously, that will be different depending on your skin tone. But something mm -hmm. that just complements the skin tone, I really like. And then a really glowy, bright blush. For instance, right now, I'm wearing this really glowy, neutral toned blush that just like brings... I have like these really round and, and nice cheekbones that I, I love to bring out with blush. So I love to do that. And then a, a ton of highlighter. The more highlighter, mm -hmm. the better. I know that 2016, <laughs> 2016 is the year of the highlighter, but for me, it's all year, every year. <laughs> Bringing it back. 
<laughs> What's your favorite, favorite highlighter? Yeah, we got to know. Okay, so my favorite liquid highlighter right now is the Say Super Glowy Gel. Mm. I think the shade Love is it. like Star Glow or Star Light, something like that. And then my favorite powder highlighter is definitely the Michaela X Glam Light Highlighter. It's just because I created that highlighter to be super blinded and, and work for specifically my fair skin tone because a lot of highlighters are just too dark for me. So I really wanted it to work for my skin. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. amazing. And what about the blush that you love? Right now, my obsession is the Daniel Sandler blushes. They're a watercolor liquid blush. They're literally the consistency of water. You put one drop in your fingertip and you tap it in and it blends in immediately. They're so pretty and very skin-like. I absolutely love them. And what about yeah. mascara? I feel like you know, they often, there's so many that launch, but do you have just like a go-to, a drugstore one? My personal favorite are the Essence Lash Princess ones. Um, mm -hmm. The purple, the green, and the pink are my personal favorites from that line. But if you did want to splurge maybe on a mascara, my current favorite one is the Tom Ford Badass Mascara. I, I'm Bougie. wearing it today. I absolutely love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the whole Tom Ford line is so nice. Yep, I discovered it not too long ago and I'm hooked. <laughs> no kidding. Love it. And what about your wedding foundation? We know you have a wedding coming up and you're not talking about it a ton, but I'm sure you're testing foundations that might hold up on a wedding day. Who's winning oh, yeah. and why? Oh, yeah. It's so tough because um, I have a list and it just keeps getting longer. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to be narrowing it down, but I am actually it's getting longer and longer. I'd say the top one right now at the very top of the list is the NAS uh, new light reflectant foundation. And I say that because it looks beautiful upon application. When I put it on my skin, it looks absolutely stunning. But for me, I the first time I used that foundation, I went to a Celtics game. I went to a Bruins game. I was going out to eat with friends and I'm doing all this in a mask. And I took off my mask at the end of the day and it wore phenomenally. And that's kind of what you want for a wedding. You want something that's going to wear really well throughout the day because you're doing so much. You're going to sweat. You're, there's just so much going on. You're so that cry. NAS found, yes, you're going to cry. <laughs> so. <laughs> so that NAS foundation is definitely uh, kind of winning right now, but we'll see. Things can change. I'm not getting married until next year, which is why I haven't talked much about wedding stuff, okay. but I am excited to talk about wedding stuff. I just, I, I personally wanted a little bit of a longer engagement to really kind of enjoy being a fiance. So yeah. Oh yeah. Smart. Oh, yeah. Lap it up. That's the fun stage. <laughs> yeah. No, Michaela, one thing about you is like, of course you have this insane technique. You're a makeup artist, you know, but I think you also ha seem to have this sort of sixth sense of like, what's going to pop off in terms of brands or a trend? Like, what's your prediction for what's about to, like, catch fire on TikTok next? Oh, that's a really good question. So, yeah. So, like, I love the way that TikTok can just, like, make something go super viral and just, like, blow up a trend. First of all, I'm telling you that bangs, <laughs> bang, <laughs> bangs are going to be coming in. You're going to see influences of all kinds. But a lot of beauty influences with bangs, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you cut those yourself? The ones that you have? Yeah, like, I did. You did? <laughs> I have no idea what I was doing, but I just wanted like a little fringe. <laughs> now, the, our listeners missed that because we talked about that before we jumped on the mic. So tell us what inspired your bangs. 
I am just really infatuated with Pamela Anderson right now because of the mm-hmm. new Hulu show, Pam and Tommy. Yeah. And I, I just love her hair. So I decided to just on my own <laughs> cut some Pamela Anderson inspired bangs. Yeah. And they're really sheared out, right? They're kind of sheared yeah, out. Yeah. They're, they're very like you want to be able to see the forehead underneath. They're just very fluffy and bouncy and you can play around with them. They're not meant to look neat, you know, but I just mm-hmm. really like the look of them and I think they're fun and, and, and they're not too short. So they'll grow out fast and I, I can just mm-hmm. cut them if I want to, but I think they're really cute. <laughs> They are cute. Yeah, they look great. And for makeup trends, I think for me, I love the creative makeup trends. And like, I think now that summer's coming, I notice that things are different in the summer. I think we're going to be seeing the really bright under eyes, like the super bright, Mm. almost white under eyes to really be super bright. I'm telling you, that's going to become super popular. And then the fun. I think the fun, bright lips are going to become a thing. Like the oranges, the pinks, the lilacs, the purples. I think that's going to become popular in the summer because I just want people to be more expressive with their makeup. So I think we've definitely, we've seen a shift with that and people are starting to feel more comfortable being a little bit more creative and out of the box and actually going out in public like that, you know? Now, what's a recent highly anticipated launch that you heard so much buzz about? Everyone was like DMing you. You got to try this. You got to try this. You thought it would be epic. And then it was just not it. Oh, my gosh. So my one of my favorite drugstore foundations of all time is the Maybelline Superstay Foundation. It's just immaculate on my skin. I used it specifically when I had really bad acne. And Maybelline just launched the new Super Stay Concealer. And it was super like anticipated. And because if if the foundation has this insanely beautiful coverage, the Super Stay Concealer must be incredible. And I tried it and I was really disappointed. I don't the texture is so thin. It's like a water texture. It really doesn't give that much coverage. You have to like really layer it. But if you do layer it, it can become cakey and it looked honestly, just super dry and patchy underneath my eyes. And I honestly will never use it again. I've tried (laughs) it with like different prep and stuff and it just does not work for me. And it sucks because I absolutely love the Super State Foundation. So I think that for me has so far been the biggest letdown, but I'm sure there there will be more as (laughs) the year has just begun, you know? (laughs) Off to the, the product developers at Maybelline, but they're like, <laughs> relaunch, reformulation. And so what impressed you that was like, you know, I guess we talked about those blushes, but are there any other like indie brands or anything that you think might pop off next? Or oh my gosh. Like- yeah, I, I absolutely love indie brands. I don't know what it is about it, but I just find that there's so much thought put into the products of indie brands because, you know, they don't have a ton of money to just put out whatever. So the money they do have, they put it into creating something really unique and cool. So Mm. for instance, a lot of indie brands have really awesome eyeshadows that are next level pigmentation that we don't see from the big name brands. Some of the indie brands that I personally love, Kama Cosmetics, I really love Chaotic Cosmetics, 
Prados Beauty, which is an indigenous owned brand. Probably my top favorite indie brand is JD Glow Cosmetics. They are a black owned brand and they make phenomenal eyeshadows. Some of the best I've ever used. They have phenomenal eyeshadows, eyeliners, loose pigments, anything to do with that. I really love City Color Cosmetics. I don't know if they're necessarily indie, but they're definitely a smaller brand that's kind of on the up and up. And I think we're going to mm-hmm. be seeing a lot more from them. But yeah, that's kind of, I mean, I'm definitely more yeah. a fan of the indie brands. They're, they truly are so important to me. How many packages did you get today? I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. I think I get about 10 a day. Yeah. Yeah. I get about 10 a day and I usually, I, I donate like a ridiculous amount of makeup, but I love that. I love that I can do that. I donate to a bunch of local places and I do lots of giveaways as well so I can give back to yeah. my followers in some way. But yeah, I, I get so much. It gets really overwhelming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, big time. Do you have For an sure. assistant to help you unbox? No, I don't. I have Cody. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That reminds me of my husband. He's like, I got to break down these boxes recycling day. <laughs> <laughs> Can you break them all down? Put the smaller ones, the bigger one. Oh my God. It's a whole thing. I want to ask you, so it's only been a couple of years since, you know, so much has changed in your life for sure. And I wonder if you have some of your peers giving you advice. Like I know Makeup by Mario, you did that amazing collaboration not too long ago. You know, maybe it was Rosenben or Patrick Starr. Like has anyone given you advice that was really helpful to you. And what was it? Oh, goodness, yes. Well, it's been less than two years, actually, um, that I've been doing this. And it's been the most incredible journey. And I'm so incredibly grateful and happy. And I think if you have been with me from the beginning and you truly have followed my journey, you see this incredible change in me with my confidence, with my happiness. I was very depressed when I started my TikTok. And now I can truly say I'm happy, which is an incredible feeling to be able to say that. But um, at the same time, this job is really hard because I went from just being a little makeup artist in a really small town with 8,000 people to having 10 million followers. And a lot of times the pressure gets to me. I cry all the time about hate comments and just... um, things people say. And it's really difficult at times. And I'm also a workaholic and I put a a lot of pressure on myself to perform and to put out content and I just can't shut that off. And so I talk to other beauty influencers every single day about these things because there are so few people that can truly relate to these feelings. So yes, I I actually love talking to Rose and Ben about things. I talk to Jacqueline Hill a lot because she's been doing it a lot more Uh, for a lot more time than I have. And she's obviously been through a lot in the public eye and she can give a lot of good insight to me. Um, And I also utilize Instagram has that friends only feature. And a lot of times I've created my friends only list with some of the beauty influences that I trust and that I talk to. And sometimes I'll put on my story like, Hey guys, I'm going through X, Y, and Z. Can you give me advice? And in that way, you know, If someone does have advice, they can reach out and and people do all the time. Candy Johnson gives me a lot of advice. She's super awesome. She's the sweetest person. She's incredible. I look up to her as well. And she's given me some incredible advice. Mario, Chris Appleton, they inspire me so much. They've given me tons of advice. And yeah, it is very helpful. It gets me through because 
for a lot of people, they don't realize maybe how lonely this career can be because we just stay at home all day and sit in front of a camera. And while, yes, we get that little ego boost when a video goes viral, that's very temporary. And then we're just kind of in our little shell at home and it can be really hard. So, so I, I think talking to other beauty influencers who understand is really important. And if you're a beauty influencer and you're listening to this, please reach out <laughs> because you got to talk to someone, you know? <laughs> yeah. Was there any particular words or advice that really stuck with you or a mantra like that you kind of refer back to and it helps to get you through the day? Yeah. I think the biggest one is I receive a lot of comments about how I've changed and I'm going to change. <laughs> I'm only 20. <laughs> I'm only 23 years old. So yeah. <laughs> change is a coming. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, like physically and, you know, just saying like I'm, I'm not humble or anything like that. And that definitely has hurt me a, a bit to hear that. And I've talked to other people who've gotten those comments and they say, think of it this way, Michaela. When you started your TikTok, you were in a cocoon and now you are a butterfly and you're a beautiful butterfly and you have spread your wings and you're going to keep flying higher and higher. And, And that's helped me through a lot of stuff to just hear that from so many people who have said the same thing to me because I am going to, I am going to change. I'm only 23 years old and I will be totally different by the time I'm 30. So if you expect me to say, stay the same all the time, it's not going to (laughs) happen. Do you have a self-care routine, Michaela? Because we need to protect you at all costs. So we need a self-care routine (laughs) happening. (laughs) You know, it's funny because people ask like, do you have a self-care routine? And then they say, and I'm not talking about makeup or filming videos or doing skincare because you literally do that for a living. Like what else do you do to take care of yourself? That's not makeup and skincare, (laughs) you know? Um, (laughs) For me, I, I absolutely love just nature. And so for me going on a, a long walk in nature or just, you know, I love to write, writing in a journal. I absolutely love to sing. So I sing like all day long. I also love to just like dance for fun and do these really goofy, silly things and watch movies and, and just get out and explore the world and travel. So like, those are things I do for self-care aside from makeup and skincare. Cause I think I need to think of it like that, but yeah, yeah. it's important as an influencer to shut that off because this isn't a nine to five. It's all day, 24 hours. So yeah, Yeah. you got to find a balance. Yeah. When you're working for yourself like that, it totally is. Now I'm curious what songs you sing because I, when I go on TikTok, all I do is get these stupid seven second clips stuck in my head on repeat (laughs) for the entire day. So what yeah. song do you sing? I'm I'm into really like emotional songs that really hit home for me. And I actually listen to a lot of TikTok artists. And I think that comes from the fact that I'm on TikTok so much that I am hearing these audios. So in front of me, I have my playlist here. There's an artist, Sarah Cothran. She sings that song as the world caves in. It was like super big on TikTok. There's a recent one by Sadie Jean called What Are You Doing Now? Also very popular on TikTok. I'm obsessed with Tate McRae. She kind of got big on TikTok. I'm going to see her in concert actually uh, next month. So like, yeah, anyone who has like that really soft pop that I can actually vocally achieve. (laughs) I love it. That's so cool. I didn't know that about you. Yeah. And you talked a little bit about your Glam Light collab. 
Is there anything else coming up that you can give us a sneak peek about whether it's, you know, merch or God knows a book, a podcast? I don't know what's coming up. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think of it like 2020 was the year my life changed. 2021 was an incredible year of growth and just my first collaboration. And it was remarkable. But 2022 is truly going to be some for the books. It's I said last year was the best year of my life, but I'm pretty positive that this year is going to top that. There are some really incredible things coming that I just cannot wait to share in categories of skincare and categories of fashion accessories and categories of makeup. And I just really have so much coming this year that I've, I'm putting my whole hat into and I'm just so happy with what they're turning out to be. And I think people are going to really love it, hopefully. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm really excited. So things are coming very soon, like very soon. <laughs> Thank you so much. Well, we'll be staying tuned to see everything that you have coming out. We'll be following along on TikTok every day and can't wait to see what's in store for you. Yeah, I think you'll be very excited. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening. You can find details on every product mentioned in today's episode, along with our exclusive promo codes on our blog at breakingbeautypodcast.com. While you're there, be sure to sign up for our newsletter. Every episode will be delivered directly to your inbox so you won't miss a single thing. And get social with us. Let us know what you think of the episode. You can follow us on Instagram at breakingbeautypodcast. And did you know we also have a private Facebook group? Just search Breaking Beauty Podcast chat room. You can even leave us a voicemail at any time with questions or feedback at 1-844-227-0302. And don't forget to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast fix. Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts, where you can show us some love by writing a review. See you next Wednesday. Cherry bomb, you are the cherry bomb.